Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mentor Podcast right here on Facebook Live. I'm your host, Fresh Maker, with the one and only D. Scott Music in the building and the one and only Say Something Dre. Um, we are so glad to be back with you this week, each and every week, Tuesday, 6.30-ish. We made it right before 6.40, so we can call it-ish, you understand me? Um, gentlemen, Make sure I'm centered, please, if you can. Sometimes I lean to the left or lean to the right in my views, um, literally and figuratively. So please help me out if you can. Uh, how has your week been, gentlemen? How's it been going? What's good? What's good? Uh, I am not feeling the best personally. So I think I got everything now. So um, <clears throat> got the headaches. I got the headache. I've had a headache for a couple of days now. So I'm just trying to. But I think it's like allergies or something during that part of the year. So I'm just rushing, just trying to get through it. Sweating, semi sweating, just rushing, just trying to get through it. Other than that, week's been good, man. Um, week's been good. What's been good for me? What about y'all? I've been pretty good, man. My week's going all right. Um, let's see. Let me touch it. I've been doing a lot more hiking. I'm down 10 pounds. I'm excited about that. Uh, Congratulations, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah. Congratulations, um, <laughs> man. That's excellent. That's excellent. I've been really, uh, you know what? I've been, I, I, it's, it's been good, but it's been stressful. Uh, the unit that I work on, I work, man, to try to make it into like a, the, the COVID unit with patients, Ooh. not the ones that got like the, all the symptoms and everything, like the asymptomatic ones that just have it, don't really have any symptoms, but I'm still mm -hmm. like on edge, like, yo, I, I mean, maybe we could talk about this a little later about the pros and cons of what you guys think 
you know, if I should move on and look for something else or kind of stick it out. I mean, they give us the N95s and everything, but still, it's still a little up in the air with this situation. So that's been heavy on my mind. And I think that's why I've been really going hard with my hikes to try to clear my mind and figure out what's going to be the best option for me and the fam, you know? So, but other than that, man, like I said, I'm down 10 pounds. So I'm excited about that. And uh, hey, I'm doing pretty good, good man. man. Yeah. 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 You're going pretty good, a little man. Bit more free, a little bit more lighter on your feet. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel that, man. I'm poor. You know, I feel that right now, man. So, you take a, take <laughs> the, a gutter, the, gutter, the gutter can fit for 10 pounds as well. <laughs> Shout out to the gutter if she in the building or if she's watching. Uh, my my week uh, my week has uh, been pretty good. Uh, just been working a lot on uh, self-development uh, mm -hmm. as far as uh, my Omnilux uh, visuals uh, business and making sure to be able to reach out to as many businesses as I can to be able to market more. So I've been working primarily in that area, just uh, uh, helping myself to elevate so I can be ready for the next opportunity whenever it arises. Um, real quick, family, to everybody that is in the comment section, want to add a, a, a new section to the show real quick that we do in the beginning of each and every show. And this is the minute of sharing. So everybody that is in the comment section, please right now for the next 60 seconds, what we want to do is share a post to the timeline on Facebook and to any groups that you may belong to so we can get as many uh, people into the room as possible. So please like and share starting now. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. That should be enough time. That should be enough time for everybody to hit them buttons to get their family and their friends in the place and let everybody know that we're going live right here on the Mentor Podcast. From what I hear, for everybody, the week's been mostly good. Uh, David may need to be, you know, isolated with a PlayStation 4 in the crib, you know, just give him a room and bring him some sandwiches and he's going to come out all right in a couple of days. We uh, definitely hope the best for you, brother. Hopefully it's just allergies. Yeah. Um, you got body aches? Uh, that's from being old and overweight, though. Like that don't <laughs> ever. <laughs> that don't ever. That don't ever change. You know what I mean? I just got the. I got the real bad headache. The headache's bad. Um, that's pretty much it, though. Except for it's I was. Well, listen, listen, listen. So the other day I was eating food, right? You know, your mind mm -hmm. be playing tricks on you, and everything I was yeah. eating felt like it smelled and tasted a little chlorineish. Like it had a mm. metallic taste yeah. to it. And I was like, what is it like? Could be that fake food. Yeah, that's why I was like, you know what I'm saying? But like everything I was tasting and eating. Tastes like chlorine? A little bit. So then I'm like, you know what? You know how your mind be playing tricks on you. You think you got everything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm tripping. Stop, stop tripping. But I have been cautious, like not hanging out, you know, hanging around people and all that. I wouldn't want to give nobody nothing. But I think I'm straight. <clears throat> uh, 
we like yeah, to yeah. start off the show with a little bit of a good news or uh, current events that may be some distractions to kind of get those out of the way and get, you know, get everything limber. Uh, speaking of getting limber and, and, and then eventually having some body aches, uh, brother, you played a little bit of basketball over the weekend, didn't you? Oh, why you got to bring this up? Uh, <laughs> why you got to bring this up, man? We had a little bit of a social distancing cookout uh, not too long ago. Uh, over the weekend, and um, some cats from Philly was in the building, and they started talking garbage about how they, you know, they could really come through on the court. And uh, we said, you know, hey, we can't be really playing no one on one and no three on three. We 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 can we can see who could shoot though. We can figure out who could shoot though. And um, I kept myself quiet. You know, because I I know what I could do. I didn't really say nothing. I just you know came through a little bit. You know. And uh, David Scott actually surprised all of us. <laughs> <laughs> surprised everyone. Scott, you, uh, you care to... No, I'll I tell you what I will say. I haven't had an alcoholic beverage in over a year. And I found out really quickly why I stopped drinking. Because okay. I, I am from the Bay Area and uh, shit starts to come out of my mouth when there's a little bit of that uh -huh. dark added on. Uh, uh -huh. And I forget how old I am and that I can't do nothing, but my mouth can do it all. And so I got to talking, yip, yap, and all that. It was a good time. It was all love. Uh, I actually did um, did win uh, um, or shoot. I won the shooting contest or whatever. But it was like, man, what was it like? Fit, uh, 50, uh, 10 of us? 11, 12 of us? Man, there's yeah, about 15 I mean, of us out there, you man. Tell your grandchildren, tell them it was 30 of us out there. You know? Yeah, yeah. it was a good time, man. It was a good time. I tell you, um, it was fun playing though right just out playing around out and about uh, mm -hmm. that was actually really fun uh the the break bread with y'all and uh just be out there um like a kid again which obviously i'm 45 years removed from that so uh i couldn't feel my toes the next day uh <laughs> at all so toes wasn't moving nothing was moving on my body but that man that dark liquor had me forgetting my back hurt <laughs> you know what i mean I forgot I had to back out of me, man. I hey. got, in my, got in my spine. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, uh, Danielle. Uh, he, hey, he only won because he picked a good spot yeah, between yeah. two different people who was missing shots. Yeah, yeah. Me and Fresh was going at it, man, all the time, man. And, uh, <laughs> don't be mad at that. Yeah. Don't be mad at that. <laughs> don't be mad at that right there. <laughs> That's what it do right there. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> Three in a row to put two different people yeah. out. And yeah, I'm not gonna hate man. You, you did it. I was, I was super shocked. I was like, "What? He had another one?" And yeah. he talked. I'm not gonna lie. At the end, too. yeah, he oh, started to heat up, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. He kept hitting him. I'm like, "Oh shit, okay." Hey, so go ahead and go over here and be quiet. That's funny. He came through and uh, shot the lights out this weekend, even even under the liquor. So whatever headaches and everything that he's talking about now. Is is probably his body still filtering out um, right. uh, Apple uh, Crown Royal? So, yeah. oh right. man, we <laughs> could be just fine. So, You're right. You're right. Uh, furthermore, with the distractions and talking about uh, drinking dark liquor, they must have been drinking dark liquor before they sat down at the red table. Ah, this past week, uh, I'm not sure if you fellas saw that. I'm pretty sure y'all 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 caught a couple of glimpses. Of, What's that? Uh, uh, oh, you don't, you don't know uh, what happened? 
You didn't no. Know. And then I you got didn't hear about this? an entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement. An entanglement. Hey. You ain't hear about the entanglement with August, brother. Entanglement with August. Entanglement. Entanglement with August. Yeah, man. Entanglement. Uh, entanglement. That's what she called it. That's what the, yeah. they called it. Bye. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys happen to catch uh, the Red Table Talk with uh, with Will and Jada? I did. Fresh. Why? What, what I do? <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen, fresh. Listen, fresh. Why did Will remind me of the kid that was in the house and got whooped and come to the front door to tell you he can't play? And his face is all swollen and his eyes is all swollen, but he can't, <laughs> can't, he can't come out and play, but he can't tell you he just got in trouble. Why Will face look like that, though? His face, man. He looked hurt, man. He looked, my man looked hurt. And you would think because he's the Fresh Prince that he had to have known what was going on. I mean, you, you have to know. I mean, I mean, he called him. He called him Augie, and I'm like, had a nickname for him, and I'm like, at this point, we ain't got no nicknames, player. You know, Augie, come on, bro. And then see, he was just like, see, that's the, that's that, that's that underneath, that's that, uh, that's something, that, something, uh, we missing something. That's that, what you call that thing? That's that, um, that's that, uh, uh, uh passive aggressive little boy. Let me put you in your place, little boy, little Og. You know what I mean? Like that's that's. I feel like that's Will's way of like trumping the situation. Like, poor, poor little guy. You thought you was, you thought it was about something that it wasn't. Poor you, Augie. Uh, I, I, I believe that. I believe, but I still feel like that was nobody else's business, though. So, so it, on nothing against Will, it was on Jada. For me, for me, it was on Jada for not checking your, checking your, checking your spot. You know what I mean? That should have never even aired out. I mean, as soon as it did. You can't deny it, but still, it's like, you know, they should have never had to come out and sit down and have a red table talk about it. It ain't nobody's business. You know? Um, but are you, are you, if um, if one of y'all kids bring home somebody, you know, 6'3", and they say, yo, hey, I, I need to stay with y'all. I'm having some trouble. And they so happen to, you know, be a very popular singer or rapper. You letting them stay in y'all crib? No, you're a popular singer. Why don't you go get you your own little outhouse? Why are you gonna stay in my shit? You got all your little duckies. Go stay in your own shit. Go stay with your mama. I'm not. I'm not tripping Where on. Where you that. women at? I'm not tripping I'm on. It was just a question. That's all. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, just I'm not. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping on that. My 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 wife might get the look the eye real quick. Like hey now. Yeah, I mean you might get that little eye real quick. Like uh hey now. Yeah, I mean uh. But that, but I, I'm not. I, I mean, they obviously had the arrangement or whatever the case may be. I think the funnier aspect of it to me is, like Jada, like you, you deck the cards in your favor to pay, take advantage of a situation. Why you not? Why you not prepare this dude for what was coming? Because he obviously was under a different mindset of what y'all had going on than what you had. And so, where was the lack of communication so that he knew what he was getting himself into? Like, yeah, you know I mean, like, obviously, he thought he thought he what, what happened, must have happened. He must have he must have beat her down, and in the moment, she was all you know what I mean because she wanted to feel good. Remember that? Uh, she that uh, made me feel good, <laughs> made me feel good. You feel like her monsters ball? Yeah, she was doing her monsters ball and forgot that uh, uh, 
that she knew how to compartmentalize that, and he obviously didn't. So, um, like, play play fair. Like, get somebody pick on somebody own size. Is that what they call it? Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, and I, I mean, she's done that before. Tasha said they both agreed to have other relationships, and I can piggyback on that. And I remember this topic came up before before August came around that they had like some Oprah, uh, Oprah, some open swinger type stuff going on. You know what I mean? But everybody knew that that was their that was their get down. You know what I mean? Right. They were just different. I mean, you can see how. I mean, no disrespect, but you can see how their kids turned out a little different. You know, right. they, they just a little different. They a little but out there, like you, like you're part but, of the swinger circle. That's what your kids look like. But there was obviously, but there was obviously a miscommunication because if you knew the situation and you signed up for it, you can't come squealing later, right? So obviously, right. at some point. Og, Og, or whatever his name is, August, Alcina, Augie, got his R&B feelings. He got his R&B feelings and then tried to tell on it. Now, was it a, was it a, uh, first, I think you brought it up, or somebody brought it up about him dropping an album or something, or new music or something uh, during this certain little time. So was that like that play? Was it, is it that thing going on? Possibly. Um, it, I think it better uh, be, it better be some real playeristic, uh, Lyrics on this, they better not come out talking about love and everything. You better come out talking about some real, some real shit on there about your feelings and how you got hurt and this triangle, triangle love you was in. I I don't know if you can as a man with your with colored hair. I don't know if that. <laughs> in the leggings, in a a a in the leggings, <laughs> a man on some leggings. Oh know. So one of the questions that I wanted to ask though is um, because I. I think that there have been, you know, countless men that have been in August relationship. Um, but kissing and telling, especially with a an older woman, is kind of um, it, it's a, a no no, and it's almost a natural no no. Do you all remember who it was that influenced you to keep your mouth shut about who it was that you dealt with? Well, yeah, that's just that's just a learned learned behavior growing up. Is it is it, a, is it a learned behavior or does some did somebody implement that to you, uh, folks in the in the comment section? You could you could chime in as well. well Who do I, you remember letting you know not to kiss and tell? Well, I'm I'm uh I'm from the Himalayas. I'm, the Himalayas. I'm from the Himalayas. So we, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got Bill got a crown apple from his birthday <laughs> in his system. But y'all know. Uh, well, well, you know what I'm saying? So it's just something that's on top of the mountain. It's something that's top on top of the mountain. Yeah, I mean, it's on this. Let's start on top of the mountain. Back in the back in the uh the whippersnapper, the whippersnapper days. Um hey, like hey. You an R&B dude, man. Like I said, R&B guys are a little different, though. Like I, they, they live in their feelings. When you write songs for a living, you take every and em, em, embrace every feeling you have, and you articulate that in song. And so do I think we he, don't R&B guys to kiss and tell. Kiss and all R&B dudes kiss and tell. It's called songs. Look at look at uh, Usher. Usher did it. Burn me, burned. I burned. Let me tell him myself because I burned somebody, and now we know we what really meant by burn. We don't know that that was. <laughs> What that's a, we know that's an STD song. Is that what we're saying? Hey, now we know the truth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whatever. Quit, quit, quit playing. Quit, quit playing. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna stuff. I'm gonna call you. That maybe that's what that was. Maybe that's what that was. Maybe she was trying to tell us. 
it really burnt. You know what I mean? I don't know. Fresh, what would you learn, sir, since you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm pretty sure watching uh, either my dad in the brief moments that he was single mm. or older brothers, um, you know, they would uh, even even if they were to talk to me about general situations with a woman, they wouldn't say the woman's name, you know, um, and, you know, uh, or just uh, how because I'm the baby of the family. So how like it was when it was time for adults to do adult things, I was sent off, you know, somewhere, you know, so that respect for privacy, you know, right. You're right. Uh, is a learned behavior. And I just kind of remember seeing certain things that helped me to realize that. And um, I feel like August may not have gotten that luxury to right. be able to witness those things because like they, like they were talking before um, about his he trouble. He was sheltered. Uh, well, his his mom wasn't necessarily, you know, the greatest to him. And it's not like he had a whole bunch of, you know, father figures to be able to showcase that kind of behavior about not putting, you know, your lover's business out in the street because she deserves oh, the respect of that privacy. Hold, hold ahead, on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Everybody be kissing and telling though. This ain't no new new situation. Yeah. Like everybody kiss and tell. They've uh we can go, what you mean? You you want hip hop? This is your generation, everybody. All, all them uh Kanye's, the Kanye's, the Jays, all of reality them. TV show don't count. Huh? Reality TV show don't count. You already wait, 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 wait. But that was reality TV we watched the other day when he sat up there with Angela, Angela Yee. That's reality TV too. It's the same thing to me. But uh, hey, did you see her face when he started going in? She looked shocked, like she couldn't believe that you were just exposing all this stuff. Like she knew, she knew they knew before it started the show what he was going. <laughs> but Tupac did it, right? Didn't that? Didn't that? Jada's ex, uh, Mains. Tupac did it. I, I think being together, dating and stuff, that's different from, you know, coming out and being like, yeah, I used to knock that down. Wait, wait, wait. so when Tupac did it about, so when Tupac, Tupac did it about Fresh, what's the difference? About Fresh? I mean, two, two, when Tupac did it about Biggie. <laughs> oh, nobody even know if that was true or not. That's part of a, that's, that's in a song, though. That's the, that's yeah, the same, no, 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 that's, that's the same that's thing. The East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, but that was like beef. There's no, it was a photo. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows for sure if it really went down. That's he say, she say. Comments if you feel like um, hit him up from Tupac was kissing and telling, or was that just embellishment for East Coast West Coast beef? Eminem did it. Eminem did it with uh, with what's name's wife? Mariah. Well, Mariah. Yeah, he just sing somewhere with her. No, no, he had he did the whole song. You don't remember the song? He did what song? song? I don't remember. You don't. I don't remember the song. Actually, you don't, but I don't remember that song. But but she made a song in response to it, and he had to pay for all that talk. And that but, song was bomb. I still play that song. <laughs> but kiss, I, I, I think kissing, kissing and telling, kissing and telling always happens to the loser. The loser one. The loser want to kiss and tell. Okay. They hurt because they hurt. I'm just trying to figure out why he was hurt. I think we need to get to that. Why are you hurt if you had this red table talk discussion and they? Helping you get back to your health. How did you get hurt? That's what I don't understand. What? How did you get hurt? Were, were, were you misled? Like, how are you? That's what I don't understand and all that. Like, why are we not getting down to the nitty gritty? So, all right. So, it's an interesting, interesting question here. And some people. Biggie said that was battle rap with Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. Okay. Battle rap. Um, this is a hot take. And you guys let me know, you know, how you feel about this. This came from, from Twitter. 
<clears throat> says, uh, uh, this is from Machella. Uh, he said, so August comes to you as a broken man in need of help. You decide to help him in exchange of him being your sex toy that it help you get over your marriage breakup. Does Jada realize how manipulative, toxic, and an abuser she sounds on the red table talk? Hot take or bullshit? I think think? it's a hot take, man. Look at Jada. She was glowing on that damn screen, man. She looked golden. Like a like like a fucking award, man. I mean, it's Jada. Shit, she felt good now. Right. She felt good. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna go in because it's Jada. (laughs) <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I handle Jada Capers for a living, brother. So you all good. You ain't got Man. to worry about the Capers if they come through. I got uh, D Scott. What you think, brother? Um, is that a hot take or is it bullshit? I think that um, I think you can look at it both. I mean, you can look at it like you, you can look at it like that because they decided to go on and address it, get a, stay ahead of it, and address it. Uh, I guess my I, if you're trying to heal, say the, say the, um, say it because you decide to take it public or or defend yourself publicly. Say the the ultimate goal is to get everybody healed and and be okay with the situation. Then bring all then all three get on there together and have a conversation. That's the, some of the messages that's, too, please. That's the uh, that's the move of all moves. Let's get on there all together and have this conversation. Don't got to go deep, 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 deep. But I, to me, that's how you 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 circumvent all that outside uh, attacks on you know where you you know predatory and you're taking advantage of this. Will how did Will if Will was there to help him too? Then how did he slip out the way and he slip in? Like let's let's all have a sit down. Let them all since that red table isn't that what the red table is all about? Doing all that. Mm-hmm. Why don't they? Why don't some red table to me seemed more like a tackling hen circle just to keep Jada relevant, but. What were you gonna say, Jay? Uh, Dre? I was saying, check out some of the messages. I'm, I told you I'd be having issues trying to load up the bottom. Oh, of the, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Danielle said, "Nah, he is grown. Hmm. He thought it was something else, and he got his feelings hurt." Uh, yeah. Says, There's a reason she called it an entanglement. She didn't want to come off as a bad guy. Ooh, that's something right there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if we're going to come to the red table, we understand that Will was out there doing his thing, too, but they had an open relationship, right? Right. So, red table, you're coming out, you're going to say, you know, hey, it is what it is, this is what happened. At any point in watching this particular episode, did you all feel like Jada took accountability? Uh, I think she was older. You know what I mean? And she knew the game. And I think like he's like, I think Tasha said that on there. He was young. One of them, somebody in the comments said he was young and un- unprepared for what Jada had, you know. Um, I think it can get you hooked, man. I think some of that bed talk, you know what I mean? You lay up with the person after you finish and that good bed talk, get you all wrapped up. And I think, you know, the game Jada was in was two different chessboards, you know. But did she take accountability? She, she, I think she ran. She ran from accountability and said she was in an entanglement. She was being politically correct because you still have two egos in which you are man- managing. You still got your husband's mm. ego, and so you can't you can't fully di- 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 divulge or divulge. Uh, you can only be so honest, right? And so I think that she was not being honest uh, in an honest situation. Um, and that is to protect the ego of her 
still the bee husband. So uh, uh, Amanda said his brain wasn't even finished developing. He's not grown. That's why he was. That's why he wasn't at the red table with him. Oh yeah, no, it, definitely. I mean, he's. I mean, I, I believe all of us as young bucks have had uh, situations with people that have been more experienced than us, and most of the time, you know, they know when the ride is going to end, and they know, you know, what you're going to do on the ride. You know, that's just it's it's a part of growing up for his particular situation because. He was having these mental issues. I think it makes it a little bit more uh, tougher. Uh, Danielle said uh, he didn't give her that opportunity because he came out about it without telling her in advance. And that is also a very important point. He put her, you know, in a position, even though, you know, by laying with him, she kind of initiated the position. Um, Priscilla says, I think Will may have been struggling to articulate through word loops like Jada had done. Um, <laughs> Tasha said, I think she used the right word. An entanglement is defined as a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. Ryan says, Who else gets this much light as a side piece? Only reason it's front page <laughs> is because of Will and Jada. Otherwise, right. gone. you damn right. right. You, you right, right. right. I, um, I forgot all about it. Like uh, attention to it if, if it wasn't for uh, the Mark Anthony situation. Like, on on the uh, on a, on another note though, the one thing that does scare me is the fact that he said in his uh, August said in this interview with uh, Yee or whatever her name is that uh, he could live he could die knowing that he try he loved somebody wholeheartedly or whatever. Oh, and it's man, almost that like was a little, that like, was a little strange, man. Like you you a little you weird too, man. You like one of the kids, one of their kids. Now you a little weird, man. You caught up in the Matrix now. But I mean, Jaden was his buddy, right? Right. But we yeah, we we gave, we we gave them enough time. We gave them enough time. It's mentor podcast. We we wanted to get the distractions out the way, get some of the, you know, the lighter stuff out of the way. Uh we want to go into some of the main parts of the day of the week. Uh and one of the biggest things that's going on at least for us locally is uh Arizona is now uh the hot spot for COVID-19 in the entire <laughs> world. 40,000 40, cases. Uh, mm. being confirmed in the month of July. Uh, gentlemen, this is seriously um, impacting uh, a lot of folks, at least how they feel, think, and operate throughout the day. Um, even though we're, we're not, you know, government experts or scientists or anything like that, any commonsensical um, things you guys would suggest to be able to help the state of Arizona not look like a COVID-19 cesspool? I think I think is we just have more testing going on, you know, and I think with more of the testing being available, our numbers are shooting up. Not that it, I mean, it's a, it's a bad thing, but like I said, I mean, the only thing you can do is put your mask on and, I mean, you make sure you, if you have a conversation with somebody and they don't have a mask on, you keep your six feet. You know, I mean, if they got their mask on, you could probably talk a little closer. Unless it's like a loved one or something, but I mean, other than that, you talk with somebody random, Hey man, back up six feet. You ain't got no mask either. Back up. But I feel like because there is more testing being or being brought and being made available, of course we're going to have higher numbers now. We we're one of one of the last states to close down. So I mean, that's what we got. So and then my, we opened I, up first. I have a question for you guys, and and I don't want this to sound cruel or anything. 
Um, obviously, Corona is a real thing. We've I've, we've all I think we've all had somebody known somebody who's passed away because of it, um, of complications of having it. Um, and yeah, we're the hot spot, but our the death numbers here aren't high, right? According no, to not um, at all. so, my question is, did shutting down the country work? And was COVID used to shut down the country for financial gain for some people? Like, you, you know what I mean? Because um, it sounds like it's inevitable that a lot of people are going to get it. Uh, the numbers, again, of people that are dying from it, though, are very small. Um, and I think right now more people have died from the flu um based on the percentages in arizona so like what else is going on or what or what you know you know what i'm kind of saying like yeah I, I mean i think you're making a strong point right now um i do feel like the, the virus is good i mean the virus is real um but i do feel like the, the virus is the numbers of deaths are being added up to other complications Somebody has diabetes that if it flares that they have, you know, asthma. And like I said, I was telling, I was telling V, I said, man, if, uh, if, if, if I was to get it, I have asthma, but it's all how you go about dealing with your wheezy. And when your chest gets tight, sometimes you have to take a chill, like take a step back and just breathe and, and slowly mentally calm yourself down. Cause if you don't, you're going to send yourself into a panic attack. And once that panic attack goes, you, your, your lungs are going to close and boom. Now, I'm, now you pass from Corona. Oh, coronavirus, this and that. It could be, it could really be allergies. But like I said, if I test positive and I'm asymptomatic, I'm not really going to have any symptoms of it. And there's know? money. But, and then, and then if you, if you get coded as, as COVID, then there's more money, there's, right? There's more money in it. Yeah. For the testing, for, for the, what do you call it? The, uh, the, what do you call it? The, the serum to get, rid of it or whatever it's more we have more money being funded towards well, your, your hospitals hospitals though are getting more getting more funding if if they, oh yeah if you're coded as uh as a um COVID-19 death or something so oh, when yeah. you add when you mix all that politics and all that political gain and all that money into something that's serious it makes you wonder like and then again y'all remember when this thing first hit it was getting blown out in regards to the over reporting of what it was doing grass and all that um, you got to go looking for the information at this point. You know what I mean? Like it ain't, it ain't getting blasted like it was, which again tells me like, what is, who's, who's controlling, who's the puppeteer, who's controlling this thing. And what is the agenda? What is the agenda? That's what, what do you think? Fresh? Uh, well, I, I wanted to, to get to some, uh, a couple of these uh, comments here. Uh, K James, uh, Chef Kenny James, piece of Chef Kenny James in the room. Uh, he said, with a large elderly population, the numbers should be altered to reflect age ranges. Sun City could be a hot spot that could cause different death rates than Glendale. And mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. right. Uh, Sun City did get hit hard. Uh, Ryan Harvey said, if the numbers shoot up, that means the numbers were actually worse than they were being reported because a lot of folks were having trouble getting tests, alluding to what uh, Dre was saying. Uh, and let's see here. And Priscilla, she says, um, not by law, businesses themselves are keeping the mask thing mandated. Most are actually uh, and publicly support too. But these are all people who weren't even wearing them properly 
anyway. Um, I think definitely that there is there is something to uh, wanting to get a lot of people, you know, off the street um, and being able to manage a population. Uh, so deep rabbit hole, but I definitely think that there is something to it, especially when you're dealing with something that is uh, man-made and it's not, you know, killing people like the flu or tuberculosis or diabetes, things of that nature. Uh, the main issue is it's um, how contagious it is. That's your big problem. And then the contagiousness and then it being able to uh, add on to if you already have health complications. So that's what makes it a big scare. So um, as far as dealing with it right now, um, man, I'm in between. I'm like, maybe we should treat it like the flu to whereas we know we're going to get it and we try to prepare our bodies for it um, uh, and just accept, you know, that it's there. Um, and then those who are, um, who could, you know, be hit harder by it, definitely need to be isolated. Your elderly, your folks that already have respiratory issues, things of that nature. So if you're not, if your body isn't properly prepared for it, definitely uh, be isolating. Uh, if your body is properly prepared for it and you haven't had it, you know, maybe isolate. And if you still got to go out and do your thing, mask up. But if you do get it, you know, just be ready when you, uh, when you do get it at home. Uh, peace out to young Fabo that just stepped into the room. I appreciate you coming in, brother. Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to talk about something that recently came up, um, within the last week. Um, I know a lot of, uh, folks have really, really been focused on making sure, uh, that they don't let up on the pressure when it comes to Breonna Taylor and her case out there in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, they, the, the, the crowd, uh, the constituents there uh, don't have all of the readily uh, available pressure to be able to get the police officers fired or um, arrested that were responsible for her murder. However, uh, the family attorney has uh, come up with some facts and a, and a theory that may lead to why it was so important for her house to still be raided uh, after um, the gentleman that the police were looking for was found. Um, and I'll just go to this article real quick here. It says, attorneys for the family of Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old emergency medical technician who was killed by police in her home in Louisville, Kentucky, is alleging that officers were acting as a part of a larger gentrification plan that targeted residents in the area. In a criminal complaint filed in Jefferson Circuit Court last week, published by Louisville CBS, the lawyers of Taylor's family alleged that a plan to revamp the city's Russell neighborhood was responsible for radical political and police conduct that resulted in Taylor's death during a narcotics raid. Um, so basically, and uh, just to give a little bit of an update, um, one of the uh, mayors there uh, was having a press conference uh, right there in that neighborhood to kind of show that we're going to be moving in a new direction and we've got a great city, this, that, and the third. And the constituents came out behind him without him knowing with signs, bullhorns, and everything to run him off the block and start saying fire, fire, gentrifier. Um, so uh, 
with this new stuff coming to light, do you guys think this case is still going to fall by the wayside or will that stoke the flames even more? Hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Stuff like, I, stuff like this, the there's uh, unfortunately human nature kicks in um, and we don't have uh, um, that emotional, that video or that, that, that thing that the world can can see um mm -hmm. that keeps it fresh and relative on your mind um it's going to be hard uh it's going to be hard and that's the scary thing right um if it's not blatant in your face undisputable um real quick um we are bred and we are um conditioned to move on um and again we spent 20 minutes talking about Jada <laughs> and and Will um, that lets you know how um, how quickly and how jaded um, our society can be in regards to staying on things that really really matter. No disrespect to us, but I'm just saying you know how um, <clears throat> it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, um, and we got to figure out a way because uh, that's what's going to be the plight of of our our struggle is going to be how do we keep ourselves relative in matters that have to change in order to change the landscape of how, how we're viewed in this country. Um, if we're not being, uh, executed on camera, um, but persecuted on a daily basis. So it's going to be very difficult. Uh, Priscilla said it's better to, it's better to say shit into frenzy, but the way the article is written, seems like someone was paid to make it seem like it was justified. Absolutely. Um, I think that uh, this is this is a it's a smaller reflection to a bigger thing that's going on across the United States, um, where there are areas where we are condensed. Our numbers are condensed, and rather than developing an entire new suburb. Um, why not just move back into the cities that you used to live in and just displace the people that are there now? Um, and wow. then after which the folks that are surrounding that area, you just price them out. And so uh, to me, uh, the theory of gentrification definitely uh, is believable to me. Mm -hmm. I think this is not the only place in America where this is happening. Uh, I think oh, this is the first, it's first, not the first time either. Yeah. And I, I think this is, a situation where uh, you, you have a national spotlight on a, a no-knock raid that results in somebody's murder. And I, I, I believe that national news planned on our communities letting things go um, because when it came to uh, Michael Brown, when it came to uh, George Zimmerman, uh, those kind of stories, they were a shock but after so much screaming, you know, uh, a, a certain uh, a certain amount of people there, their throats get tired, you know, their vocal cords get tired. But I think we're in a, in a moment where we have finally realized that we don't need the brake pedal anymore. And there's no reason for us to allow um, somebody's plans of gentrification or just to make money um, and have a career off of you know our tragedy 
to continue. So I think that this will only uh, make things continue to spike. Um, I think also that even though it gets hard, like on social media, we were talking about a little bit earlier this week, it gets hard to actually see all of these injustices um, because we're human. We're not used to Mm -hmm. seeing these injustices constantly. It gets a little heavy. And sometimes you got to step back from social media. We talked about that last week. But I think that people will realize a new custom where it ain't cool to talk about the distractions all the time. And you can readily identify what a distraction is. Like we know when the Will and Jada thing came up, we knew, wait a minute, we was just burning shit down. We knew that it was a distraction. But for some of us, it was like, I needed a little bit of a break. All right, we done with your bullshit. How come these motherfuckers ain't in jail? So, um, uh, I'm, you know what I'm I here think for is a, yeah, you know what I think is, it's not, it's not, it's not funny, but it, but it, I think it's a great idea. Like sometimes there's like different posts that I go on, and then to mm-hmm. talk about like a funny meme, mm-hmm. and then they start off talking about the meme, and then halfway through it to say Brown Stairs killers are still not arrested. Yeah, on and I'm like, I yeah, love that. Yeah, I love it. Dope. I love so it. Like, yo, man, I guess, like I said, a lot of this stuff, I know, uh, what was this? Uh, Carletta said, uh, you know, the Jada and Will stuff was a distraction for us, like you said, you know? Absolutely. It, it just, Absolutely. it threw our attention off what was really going on, you know? And I felt like they always find, well, I feel like the, the mass media always throws distractions at us and as, our intentions kind of go elsewhere. We kind of, like you said, we lose focus on it and it becomes a norm now. Just, oh, oh, this happened. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Hey, this is pretty cool. You know, we just, we don't stay, they, stay the they on us for that bullshit, you know, and, and I think Will and Jada, they got, you know, 24, 36 hours worth of the news cycle. Cool. All right. Back to business. Um, speaking of back to business, ladies and gentlemen, we have 45 minutes into the show and we have not gotten to one of the best parts of the show, which is pick your peas. David Scott, do you got questions for us this week? Oh, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Okay. I do. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of your, if not your favorite, uh, segment of the show. This is called pick your peas where we have David Scott puts you into pretzel-like positions where you have to make choices that you wouldn't normally have to, but now on the Mentor Podcast, you absolutely have to. So please get your Twitter fingers ready. Get into the comment section. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. This is called Pick Your Peas with David Scott. I used to be a hustler, a jack of all trades, the key queen, the ace of spades. But that was a long, long, long time ago, cause you know I see, ain't got no more business. Just trying to blaze a path. I am no teacher. Trying to find a way to reach us. All right. Professional three point shooter David Scott has got some questions for y'all. 
David, let them know what's going down, brother. Party people, gentlemen, gentle ladies, gentle everybody. Since we love Karen so much, I figured this first question would be about Karen. Karen or Karen? Karen, Karen, Miss Karen. Since okay. we love Karen so much, and Karen has been showing up uh, all over the world, uh, showing her all her asses. Let's talk mm -hmm. about Karen for a minute. And I need to know what you guys rather. You're right, Dan. Let me get my, my pen and paper. <laughs> would, you rather, would you rather work with the Karen, be neighbors with the Karen? My mama's name is Karen. Have Karen as an in-law or oh, provide shit. ongoing services to a Karen? I repeat that one more time. Work with the Karen. Work Have with Karen, Karen. As, as a co-worker. Uh, I think I work with Karen. I already be, work with Karens. I work with a bunch of them. Do you? Be, be, yeah. be This is a would you rather. Be, be um, neighbors. Be neighbors with the Karen. Have mm -hmm. Karen as an in-law or, or provide an ongoing service to a Karen. I'd rather right. have rather in-law. The hell? Really? Explain that one, sir. Explain if, away. If, if I have Karen as an in-law, the, the energy is different, you know? Okay. I can buck with her a little more because it's Karen and she's my in-law and it's more of, you know, we're always gonna have a debate every time we show up. So it may be a fun, it may be, but it gives me a more personal relationship with her to be able to debate things with her. You know what I mean? She's gonna have her way, her husband's gonna have his way. And when we show up, it's like, okay, cool. You know, we're about to have a debate. I'm gonna make sure I put on all my little t-shirts, Black Lives Matter, this and that. Every time we go to a little function, they know I'm coming. Your husband coming, yeah, he coming. Oh shit, here comes Dre. So you know I'm gonna start the controversy already. But it gives me more insight to be able to educate them, and they can get educate me on what their on their perspective, you know. So it's more of an educational thing if you're the in-law because it's more personal. If it's just somebody at work, it's a little different. You know what I mean? Um, a neighbor, uh, we just gonna be feuding all the time. You know what I mean? We ain't about to go over and have no barbecue, this and that, you know. Um, and then you said work, and then you said in-law. What's the other one? I'm missing one. Providing an ongoing service to Nah, it. yeah, I ain't providing shit for that. No, you can cancel that one. You can cancel that one. I ain't providing stuff. I ain't providing nothing for you. So, But being the in-law is more, like I said, it can, be more, it can be more educational for both parties. You know what I mean? So, A lot of people, people actually say Tasha, Danielle, uh, Priscilla, um, Paisley said neighbors. Uh, Carla said work with, and uh, Chef Kenny James said in-law as well. Uh, he said she uh, she go home and everybody got to deal with her. So we just talk about her and our cousin who decided to take the L. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a lot of people are agreeing with you on that, Dre, uh, as an in-law. Uh, what do you think, D-Scott? I think I'd want to work with Karen. Okay. The reason being is um, if you if we watch how Karen really re usually reacts to things, she's either drunk and doesn't speak very well. Hmm. So to me, having an environment to where you still have to be politically correct, I can chew you up all day long and get you so mad because <laughs> I'm going to be able to articulate my points very well. Mm -hmm. You're just going to get frustrated. You're going to try to pull the, uh, you're uncomfortable, I'm aggressive. You're going to try to pull all those cards. I know they're coming. And every day I'm going to smile on your face and I'm going to remind you that I ain't going nowhere and you got to take this. 
in an environment that is safe for both of us. Hmm. You ain't got to worry about me. Of course, I'm not into violence anyway, but you ain't got to worry about me calling you out your name. And then I'm not worried about you calling me out my name. So it's it's a fair, it's a boxing match. It's a fair environment for us to be able to tangle. And I got time. David, yes. Chef said your ass is getting fired. Stop playing. I'm not, man. We, like you said, we've all worked with Karen's before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Karen couldn't be my boss, though. She couldn't well, be my boss. boss. Couldn't be my boss. Now we got, now we got some problems. Yeah, Karen can't Karen be my boss. boss. Karen can't be my boss. She's gonna have to. Nah, she can't be my boss because now that I got, a, I got a couple Karens as bosses, and you know they give them that. Morning, Dre. I'm like, whatever, bitches, and keep walking. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, go fuck yourself. What about go you, Drake? Go, 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 I mean, what about you, Fresh? That. Fresh. Um, hold on. Let me just know. Man, listen. Uh, I agree with Dre. I agree with Dre. Because... Every holiday, I'm going to light your motherfucking ass up. Hey, I mean, and I'm going to give her the biggest hug. Biggest hug. Oh, I hug you. your ass. If, oh, if, yeah, if yeah. I'm a brother. Karen, she she's a Karen. I ain't hugging your ass, but I'm going to light your motherfucking ass up. And listen, if she's a Karen, she got to be a Karen, though. If she's, she's, if she's a Karen, hey. Listen, I'm going in. People going to be like, that's my mama. I don't give a damn. Get your ass in the kitchen, Karen. Like, I ain't playing. <laughs> you going to get all the smoke. If you feel like certain lives don't matter, guess what? Feed this life tonight. And you better eat it in front of me because if you poison me, I'm punching your husband. Like, I'm <laughs> wild. Ask me the Remy, all that. I need you to feel all the smoke. If I'm at work, you're going to try to get me fired. Um... The worst you can do is try to get me to break up with your daughter or whatever, and hopefully that's your adopted daughter, if you get what I'm saying. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the worst thing you can do is try to get, you know, get me in trouble with your daughter. But on my job, you're going to get me fired. Uh, the neighbor calling the my cops. neighbor, you're going to be messing with my stuff or calling the cops on me and all that kind of jazz. And if I'm providing a service to you, Nah, Fresh, they say they say your ass going to jail too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I think I think Fresh. I would probably take take that arrest over losing my job or uh, her, you know, saying that I did something as a terrible neighbor, like I threatened her or something like that. You know, it that that in law seemed like the safest route. Cops could show up and be like, oh. It's just, you know, black people and, and racist white people. Oh, uh, well, you know, we deal with these calls all the time. You guys have a nice night. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. Uh, in-laws. My, my stuff right there with the in-laws, I'll be very sarcastic with her. You know, this and that and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, well, you ain't going to live too much longer anyway, Karen. You know what I mean? Be, I'll be funny with her the whole time. All you ain't got to worry about it more. You only got about 10 years left and you gone. <laughs> Priscilla said I'll, in-laws I'll, don't last forever. Yeah, they don't last forever, man. They gonna be. I, yeah. I, I'll be sarcastic. Hey, and here. make sure you put me in the wheel, because I know you got some money that needs to be coming right, to me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be sarcastic uh, with her. She'll hate me, but love me at the same damn time. But are y'all? I, I feel like y'all forgetting one little piece of this, though. You still have to have. Ch if you have children with them, they're gonna mm -hmm. 
the, I mean, like you gotta, you gotta go into it knowing, okay, I'm gonna really work this woman over because she ain't about to put that poison in my children's mind either. Right. You don't so, get to see your kids if, if you don't get to see your grandkids if my grandkids come home saying something stupid. Gotcha. If 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 I got DVDs in a backpack, it, it uh, it's and it's all you know, black power <laughs> stuff. Um, I got you know the the hood version of Sesame Street or whatever the hell. Um, you put that in there. And if you ain't got a DVD player, don't worry, I'll bring one. Like the indoctrination of my children is my responsibility. <laughs> and the chef said he'll put uh, raisins in her potato salad and blame it on her every holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all, y'all, y'all be cool about it. Y'all be cool about it. All right. Uh, question, it, number, question number two. Are we good with questions? Go next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Question number two. All right. You got a sibling, a friend, and a new relationship. Mm-hmm. A sibling, a friend, and a new relationship. Sound like okay. a rap. Sibling, right. a friend, and a, and new, a new relationship. relationship. Okay, this is about loaning money, guys. Oh, okay. shit. I ain't loaning my shit to nobody. That's it. There it is. <laughs> I'm ready to let you know. This is the deal. Put this in the order of how you would do it. Okay. $1,000, you're loaning to somebody. Mm-hmm. But there's a 50% chance you won't get it back. Mm-hmm. $500 to somebody. 75% chance you won't get it back. And $100 to somebody, there's a 100% chance you ain't getting it back. You got your friend, you got your sibling, and you got somebody that you're in a new relationship with. What is you doing? So for $1,000, I'm going to give it to my sibling. And even though you might, the 50% chance you don't get it back, you don't give it to your sibling? Yeah, I may not get it back when I need it, but I'm going to get it back bits and pieces. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna get that back. They ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna get that back from them. Um, seventy-five percent. Five hundred dollars. Right. Seventy-five percent. I give it to my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it to my friend. Um, yeah, I give it to my friend. And then what's the other one? Hundred dollars. Hundred percent chance you ain't getting it back. It's going to your new relationship, your new girl. Yeah, my new girl. Yeah, my new girl, man. Shit. <laughs> uh, new yeah, relationship. How new this relationship? A, a new relationship, man. I'm, I'm gonna give her. I'm, I'll give it to a new relationship. I'll give her a hundred dollars, man. Like I said, it's a hundred bucks. We all adults. I gave her a hundred bucks. You know, if I don't get it back, I'm not really gonna miss it. You know. Um, Hopefully, I get it back in other ways, you know. But, and, but wouldn't you wouldn't you want your money back though from a new relationship? Wouldn't you want to be able to trust that you were you were getting the money? And and and, and there we go. That's gonna build trust. I'm not gonna give you five hundred bucks. We all know you like that. <laughs> I don't I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? But a hundred bucks, I give you a hundred bucks or whatever. Hey, hey, on strength, I give you a hundred bucks. Believe me, you're gonna give it back to me. This is our first first step of building trust together. Mm-hmm. Can I so, give you a hundred and you give it back? So if she if so now I gotta ask the question. Ah, she, okay. I want to ask the question. Let Fresh go, and then I'll ask the question. What you uh, saying, Fresh? I, 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 again, uh, I'm gonna agree with Dre on this one. I think it's pretty simple. You definitely uh, are gonna take your 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 bigger your your risk with your sibling. Um, you definitely want to help out your friend in a new relationship. You know. I mean, the hundred dollars. You, 
you spending that on the probably the first time y'all go out, you yeah. know, or maybe, you know, if you're doing it the 2020 style, maybe the third time y'all go out, you know, and, you know, within a couple of months, that's, you know, some, some nails, some, some feet and, and hands, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, definitely the new relationship don't get that hundred bucks with a hundred percent chance I ain't getting it back, you know? So before now you ask your question, baby, before you ask your question, you see what the gunner put up there? Uh-uh. Yeah. Talking about lies, lies, lies. Oh, the gunner, gunner. said you lying. What, didn't I hey. say watching somebody watching? Hey. hey, the gunner, hey, there's documentation. Ooh! Stuff. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Ooh. We ain't gonna get oh, into it. There's some documentation that. over that. that. Oh, oh Gunner, you gonna have to sit back. Gunner, you gonna have to sit back and just listen. You gonna have to listen to him while he sing his swan song. Yeah. He said he got, and he got receipts. Got me. Okay, here. <laughs> I went to my hair getting a little longer. Hey. Hey. <laughs> he said he got receipts for the gunner, man. He said he got receipts for the gunner. She better watch out. She better watch out. But got I, have them a, I have a question for y'all, though. Yeah. Uh -huh. New relationship, and she needs $100. I just need $100. Can you please let me just hold $100? I promise I'll give you $100 back in about a couple of weeks. I promise. And it sounds like a cash out. <laughs> First of all, listen, first listen, of all, listen, listen. the question, but the way it sounds, we don't need to be together if we're going to pay these back in a couple of weeks for $100. Ah, listen, yeah, listen. I'm good. I'm good. Listen, though. A couple weeks come by, she don't even bring the money up. Everything's going good with y'all, but she don't even bring up the money after she was in dire need of some dough. Are you going to bring it up? Are you like, is that a deal breaker for you? Like, are you looking at it crazy? Hell yeah, where my money at? Because I don't know you. We still friends. I may be getting the pie, but we still friends, though. So I don't play with my money, and I don't play with my emotions. <laughs> you play with my $100. It's the principle behind it. You gave me your word. You can't be trusted. It's the principalities. So you're going yeah. to ask, ask about your money. I, you know what? I might not. I may just play around with it a couple more times, and then just... Go ghost on her. That's a, so it's a turnoff. That would be a turnoff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gunner said, Dre, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Dre owes somebody some money. Dre, who you 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 gonna gunner some money, Dre? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, shout out to the gunner right now. In case y'all don't know, that is uh say something, Dre's uh Lady right there. Uh, she said he talking so tough. I can't. Oh, <laughs> Have fun when let you go get, off the air. Let me go get my documentation real quick. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Is the deal breaker for you, Fresh? You know what? So and let me not be long-winded again like I was last week for everybody in the comments, you know, get on my case. Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> the moon and the stars. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? No, this reminds me of the time. No, never. Um, oh, shit. 
no, I wouldn't. No, 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 no. So I would, I would, I would just basically, you know, for a second, I'd be like, damn, she really ain't going. She don't say nothing about that, huh? Okay, you know. And then I would just kind of evaluate, you know, if um, if I'm good, you know, is, is she taking care of me, you know? And if you know, my days have been enhanced by her presence, then, you know, uh, I'll let that one slide, you know, but I ain't going to completely forget just in case you do it again. Like it won't, like if I analyze the situation, it's like, you know what? Hey, you know, she, she take care of me, you know, and uh, it costs me the boss, whatever, you know, but if you, if you go again and you like, yeah, da, 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 and you come to me with the same sob story, you know, I'm going to pay you back. Then I'm going to be like, hey, you just said that before. What is it that you need? I'll give it to you. You ain't got to pay me back. Don't, I don't need you to lie to me about that. We good? Cool. Great. Now, if you consistently coming to me and you just ain't got no kind of bread for yourself, then, yeah, eventually you 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 becoming too much of a burden on my shoulders. And <laughs> slide. Is that how you got hurt, fresh? <laughs> the bread, the bread. Somebody was asking. For- I was just trying to be somebody Jupiter. Baby, baby, you never answered the question. Um. So for me, uh, I'm a. Ele- I, I, I can't do elephants in the room. So I, it would bother me. It would bother me, and then I would internalize it like, are you embarrassed to bring it up? Um, I, but I'd have to get down to the, the – I would have to get down to the why you haven't brought it back up. I know me. So the why is what's important, not the money itself, but the why did you – why have you not brought it up? Why have you not said anything about it? Um, I'm going to be uncomfortable at some point, and it's going to show on my face. So we're going to talk about it. It's going to get talked about. It's definitely going to get talked about. How I'm not sure. I deliberate on that because I wouldn't want to embarrass nobody. It's only money, you know what I'm saying. But uh, it would definitely have to be brought up sooner than later because I'd start getting turned off. I would definitely start getting turned off. <laughs> Don Danielle, Danielle said, "Just make the next date to be a financial advisor." <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Question number three. This one's a little, um, a little different. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to get you guys as uh, uh, um, this is for everybody in the in the um, in the audience as well. I'm talking about um, as being men, um, the qualities that make a good man. Um, and I want you qualities guys to, that make a good man. Yeah, but I want you guys to only choose two, and when you tell me which two of these qualities are more important than any of the other ones, or maybe the cornerstones of being a good man. Um, we got six choices to choose from, but you can only get choose two. Okay. And these again are the qualities that make a good man. Um, the first one is responsible. The second one is honest. The third one is being loyal, a loyal person. Uh, fourth being reliable. Fifth being compassionate and sixth being religious. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and write this stuff down because you don't went past four and I done lost you a little bit. I said hey, six. I'm gonna just look. Oh, here we go. We got them on the screen. Okay, cool. We got them on the screen. I'll see them now. Okay. 
All right. What qualities make a good man? You can only choose two. I told y'all he's going to twist y'all into pretzels with these questions. Uh, one, responsible. Two, honest. Three, loyal. Four, reliable. Five, compassionate. Paisy, Paisy, Paisy jump. I'm sorry. Six, religious. Uh, let's give him some time to, to answer. Paisley jumping right into it. Did she? What'd she say? Honesty, honesty and loyalty. Honesty and loyalty. Priscilla says compassion and honesty. Uh, Dre, what say you? For me, that what makes a good man? Can only choose two. Okay. Uh, responsible. Um, and... I mean, isn't that the same thing, responsible and reliable? No. Hey. You think, think so? What do you think, Bryce? I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Because if somebody is relying on you, you know, you know what your responsibility is, is to fulfill what you said you would do. Now, if they just relying on you and you didn't say you was going to do it, then they ain't got nothing to do with you. I know a lot of women are going to go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know if reliability and responsibility are the same thing. I don't look at those as being the same. I'm trying to figure out how to define the two separately, but I'm, I'm struggling. But being uh, reliable is being responsible. Like I'm reliable, but I'm responsible because I'm going to be there. So he's responsible. And he's also, he can't be responsible and reliable because the same thing. They, they're, they're going the same. They're going the same. They're the hundred yard dash. They both going 110. So a, a man who has children who pays his child support is, every month is responsible is and responsible. he's reliable. But what if he doesn't always come get his kids? But his well, money he can't, but his money he, can't be, he got a lapse in his responsibility which is not right. right. See? No, but his responsibility is making sure that money's there. Right? He doesn't he 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 you can rely on him for that. Um I don't know. I think we uh, both think it's the same thing. I, I, uh, that's very interesting. I, w I wasn't sure. Um, Me and Dre just trying to cut these options down, brother. That's all. No, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, man. Did you say? Did you first? Did you say already? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't finish yet. Oh. Only because I was gonna pick two, but when I picked two, it was like the same thing. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go responsible and loyal. Um, yeah, that would be my two. Responsible and loyal make a good man, make a strong man. I mean, he's not always going to be compassionate, but he can, he can, you know, he'll be, you know, he's a man, you know. Uh, religious, he ain't always got to be the religious type. And being honest, sometimes you got to lie, you know. Sometimes you ain't always going to tell the truth on certain things, you know. You get the gas in my car? Yeah, I got the gas in my car. I got the gas, you know. Damn, let me run out and get the gas real quick. I'm still loyal. I got your ass to gas. I just didn't have it when you wanted it, right? See? Was I honest? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. If I got up early and you got the gas, I'm still loyal. I got you the gas. I, I was being honest. So, yeah. I'm just what I'm going with. So, what two again? I pick responsible and loyal. Okay. Responsible and loyal. Fresh. The brother Dre is making a lot of 
no sense today, man. Um, hey, it's that wine, man. That's that wine kicking in. I mean, Dre always makes some sense, but I mean, he's he's explaining <laughs> the right way, man. Um, I, I was gonna say honest, but I think you know discernment is also a great um, characteristic. Um, it sucks that sometimes you have to omit, but sometimes you you gotta you gotta take the temperature of the room. And you got to play around with some words a little bit. I love to be straightforward and tell people exactly what it is. But when I'm able to go into semantics, it's easier for me to be able to get the message across. When I'm just giving it to them straight, no chaser, not everybody likes that. And mm. not everybody can get the message. Um, it's something that I did not learn until really this year. I try to tell my nephew certain things straight with no chaser and sometimes they just turn me off you know and these are very important things that i want them to take in you know um so yeah responsible and loyal uh because sometimes you gotta tell little cracks of white lies yeah um so yeah i'm that was tough for me this man yeah yeah. Yep. Responsible and loyal. Where you at, D. Scott? This one's super, super, super. Hold on, real quick. We got a very important bulletin that came in. Yes. Gunner said, oh, I got my shit. own damn gas this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, what's going on today, bro? You know what I'm hey, saying? Man, you know, I hope you got the receipts for that gas, fam. Hey. I, yeah, man. Yeah. No, no, no. It's cool. it's, he, he hit the stutter already. It's <laughs> Dre, what, uh, uh, D Scott, what you got? This one is almost too hard to answer. Um, and I probably shouldn't have. I, I, it makes it a little easier because, like, the religious aspect of it. I don't know if you have to be necessarily religious um, versus having faith, um, but I, because I do believe that having a man, a good man, believes in something bigger than himself, um, in order to keep his humility, humility, um, and keep you in check. Uh, oh. when, a, when a woman can't keep you in check, you need to have a. You need to have an obedience to something above yourself um, in order to, to humble you, I think. I think a lot of times a man can get full of himself and um, because he's really responsible, because he's loyal, because he can be honest and compassionate, that gives him a right to be reckless at times, um, uh, which can obviously uh, be bad. So faith to me is something that is very important to have. Um, it needs to be utilized more. Um, uh, uh, but I don't like it in this context of religion, so I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> Taking it back, all that. Well, because it's important. Because I, I, faith, I, I do agree, but religion, I don't know. Um, it's tough right now. Um, compassion. I, but I do think that com being compassionate is very important too. Like being a good man, you have to be and think outside of yourself. 
Responsibility can can give you a, a inflated ego. Honesty can even give you an inflated ego. Um, loyalty can give you an inflated ego. Being reliable can give you an inflated ego. Compassion cannot give you an inflated ego. Because compassion is about other people, like actually caring about what other people think, feel, um, and 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 all that. So I'm gonna say compassionate, and I'm gonna say honesty. But I'm gonna put a flip on honesty. No, it's it just it's just honesty. Yeah, but you let me explain. The, no, no, no. To... I'm not putting a flip on honesty. But let me explain okay. honesty. Because a lot of people, when I first saw it, I thought of honesty is an outward thing. But I think honestly on the inward thing. If you're honest with yourself, I think you can be a better person when you're honest with yourself. Only when you're honest with yourself can you be good to anybody else, right? You have to have peace. You have to be the best you can be in order to be the best for somebody else. So I think that honesty is very important as well. And you got to be honest with yourself. Doesn't make it easy, but I think it's very important that you're honest with yourself. Is that okay? Danielle said uh, she wanted to change her answers. Too late. And what'd she say? What was the first answer? I don't know because it's too late. So uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> too late. You can't change. You already put it down. Uh, she she <laughs> recently, <laughs> even after all that, she said she doesn't know. But Priscilla says that she agrees with you, um, David. That uh, compassion is. Um, is very very important. I also agree, um, but I'm gonna stick with the uh, responsible and loyal. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a great question. Is is, is there another one? Oh, she no. reliable and honest. That's right. There's there's a. Uh, I have another question that's not on here, but I wanted I did want to ask you guys about because we actually had a very good conversation last week, and it brought up a point that I thought about. And I wanted to ask you guys something kind of off the cuff in regards to masculinity. How important is masculinity in your mind in the in the construct of being a man? What what do you think about masculinity? How do you define it? How do you internalize masculinity? Um, and that was my question for anybody who is what is what is your I mean, ideal of masculinity? I think I think honestly, a lot of these answers that we that people are picking and choosing right now kind of define masculinity a little bit i mean everybody has their perspective on it i mean being responsible being honest you know what i mean takes being honest with yourself like you said takes a lot of humility to be honest with yourself um being loyal to friends family and your every, every day-to-day lifestyle you know um that's masculinity to you though yeah to be to go to be honest with yourself and know when you fucked up, yeah, that's being masculine. A lot of men can't do that. Take care of your responsibility. That's masculinity. So men, people don't. So, I, I uh, but 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 masculinity masculinity is a mental thing. It's not always a physical thing. So men that can't you, do that. So men that can't do that is that more of their toxic masculinity that stops them from being able to be that thing. Could be. Just yeah. so. So. For me, toxic masculinity would be a lack of masculinity. So not being able to take ultimate accountability for, you know, things that come up short because you are the boundary, the buck stops with you. Yes, that would be a lack of masculinity. Okay, um, but being a bully is toxic masculinity too. Yeah, but then again, yeah, that's, that's, that, uh, that, yeah. that's a lack. That's still a lack. That's not... That's a what? That's what you call... 
that's still a lack of masculinity. That's a pseudo masculinity. What that person thinks being masculine is mm-hmm. uh, being masculine is not necessarily being a, a predator. Being masculine is the person that de- defends um, the vulnerable from the predator. Yeah, being a bully, being a bully is more of a, is a physical thing. But the one that has the courage to stop the bully is more masculine than the bully. When you intervene in something, that's being that's showing more courage. That's showing more masculinity no. than, than the bullies. You know, is it is, it, is that is that masculine? Is that is that just courage. doing the right goddamn thing? That's, but, then, that's, but that's being masculine. Like, no, stepping up and saying, "Hey, that's not right, man." You know what I mean? Like, if one of those cops when, during that incident with uh, with Mr. Floyd would have stepped up and said something, that's showing masculinity. You know what I mean? I'm stopping you from doing something stupid. So, so is I, it? I, I wanna, I'm going to sacrifice myself and humiliate myself to stop me from doing something stupid. So is being quiet. Is masculinity yeah. is masculinity a gendered no response or no? No, it's not. It's labeled that, but it's not. So I mean, girls play football, girls play basketball, girls do everything we do. Women, I'm not I think everybody women. can tap into either side. Um, one of my mentors um, defined it as being logical, focused, resilient, disciplined, analytical, responsible, courageous, and giving. Mm. Um, and just to just to go ahead and go to feminine, so there can be some you know, th- some difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, for feminine, it would be being nurturing, creative, feeling, so more compassionate, uh, wisdom, connectedness, awareness, and receptiveness. So I think that um, everybody can can tap in uh, to either one of those sides. Um, but where you where you spend your time most of the time for us, we would spend most of our time in a logical, focused, sacrificial, uh, responsible, uh, giving, courageous space. You know, uh, but we can definitely tap into being nurturing and creative, uh, being more uh, in tune with our feelings, um, and being more receptive to other people's feelings. So we can tap into those things, but we we reside primarily in in a different space. So that, my, that's what. I, so I have a question for you: Is that tr- those those traits that we just defined mm-hmm. aren't those conditional a little bit? If you are if you are raised with a woman, some of those more masculine traits may not be uh, easily. You may not be there around them. Um, you might, you might grow up in a, uh, in a household with women to where you see a lot of those other traits, um, that you, based on your definition, would define as being masculine. Uh, so do you think that masculinity is inherited, is inherently in a man, or is it something that is conditioned based on the environment you're in? That's a general, I mean, I'm, it's very, very, very interesting to me. I think, I think it's both, um, because I think when... And just for personal experience, watching friends, um, when they have multiple ladies in the, in the household and there's no masculine energy there, 
And then when they go to school and, and all of the teachers, excuse me, are um, uh, also female um, and there's no masculinity there, they spend uh, a better portion of their time when not in school or in home looking for masculine energy. So, um, and that's, I think personally, I just think that is them, their spirit naturally calling out for that. So there's an understanding that there's something that's missing and they, they want that and they want to uh, interact with that to feel more like what they're thinking. Um, but definitely, of course, your environment is going to impact you um, and possibly, you know, cause you to tap in more on the other side. Awesome. Can, you, can you catch it? Can you catch us up on some of the uh, comments? Like I'm missing a whole bunch as we're talking. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, no it's, just, it's just uh, binging and I can't, I can't scroll down all the way. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, Busy said it's defined as male strength and aggression. Not always a great thing, but when used correctly can be very powerful. Has to be mixed with compassion and understanding. Great answer. Um, uh, the gunner said, Biff. Um, <laughs> no, she said both. Um, Chris Scott says, if you are born these months, you are considered masculine. February, April, June, August, October, December. Don't matter the gender. Yeah, I'm March, so I don't know, man. I, I'm July. You, you I'm miss, July. You, I know. You missing one. You missing March. Uh, you missed us all. So uh, I'm November. So. <laughs> oh, the mentor, I guess. Huh? Um, um, Chef Kenny James says conditioning. Everyone has muscles, but only certain people have strong muscles. Uh, Tasha says some traits are inherited, but still need to be honed and some need to be taught. Um, mm. Busy said, and I know you know and why you know. Uh, always replying to Chris. <laughs> okay. Um, but I agree with Tasha. Um, these are, like, like I was saying before, they're, even if you don't have a, a whole lot of masculinity around at all, a, a lot of times you're still looking for that. And yeah. you, you, want, you naturally, subliminally want to hone those skills, but as a child or as a teenager, you don't really know what it is that you're feeling it or, or why you're going after it or why you're reacting to certain things this way. And it's just, you know, there's not a lot of masculine energy there. And you're just looking for it. You know what? I have a quick little story, man. When I was about, <coughs> excuse me, about maybe like eight or nine, um, growing up the first 12 years, it was just me and my mom. So I picked up on her and my auntie's tendencies. Not wearing nobody's heels or nothing like that, but just I wasn't aggressive enough that at that age. And mm -hmm. my mom and my aunt, we were, we were in karate, me and my cousin, but we would do aerobics. My mom and them would go to this aerobics class that one of our... Our, our Taekwondo person, our sensei did. And I would go in and hang out or whatever, you know, my, my friends from school would be in there playing basketball, right? And I, I was taught at that age right there that what I was doing was not masculine. Not, not that it was aerobic, but my stance. You know what I mean? But I picked, I picked up on that at that age. You know what I mean? So I, must, I must have been like eight or nine. But I was holding my hand like this. You know, and I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no clue. Man, and I'm, I'm, one of my boys that we real close, man, where I consider them family, man, walked in there and smacked the shit out of my hand. And I'm looking like, what the 
fuck, man? Like, what are you, what are you doing or whatever? He said, man, who's holding your damn hand like that? And he said, he said, I, can, I remember it, though, but that's the yeah. day everything changed. And, <laughs> but like I said, you need, you need that figure. You need that male energy with you to teach you. Because if you don't know, you don't know. But at that moment, it's when everything changed for me and let me know there's certain things that I can't do. You know what I mean? And, and moving forward, I, I yearned for more of that male interaction. But then, like I said, my stepdad came and everything kind of changed. You know what I mean? But at that moment is when everything hit. You know what I mean? And so, like I said, we went out there, we played basketball. I was getting fouled and he was talking shit to me. Oh, you hold your hand like this. You know what I mean? A couple of times I did. So I had to defend myself. So, yeah, I got a couple of scuffles. You know what I mean? But my masculinity started to grow from there. You know what I mean? You start to figure out what's what. So, like I said, I, I, I always go back to that, that point in life when. Like you said, when that, when how how, how important a, a male figure in, in, in a young man's life is, you know what I mean? Like I said, when you don't know, you're gonna pick up on those traits, and you'll see a lot of young men standing like their mom or like their aunt when there's no male figure in there. You know what I mean? They don't under they don't know this is what they've been around. They see their mom stand with their hand on their hip. They do that. They're just imitating what they're around until you get told that's not how it goes. You know? I, so yeah. I was raised with my mom and my my sister um, for good portion of life and i like washed my hair in the sink because they did you know what i mean like i i naturally had habits that they had because that's the environment i'm in right mm -hmm. um the compassion is important because when you don't know how to be masculine you become you compensate overly compensate for that masculinity and then it becomes toxic and then as men we have to have compassion because we one thing that I remember and we talk about uh, or or something that's very important is uh, I remember telling uh, my kids or the other kids, boy, don't cry before I give you something to cry about. Not teaching them how to uh, deal with their emotions uh, because a lot of us don't know how to deal with emotions and it turns into rage, it turns into ab abuse, it turns into a lot of other things because we don't know how to nurture those, those, I guess you can call more feminine, feelings or whatever the case may be because everybody knows now i'm super emotional we all know that um but i feel like me embracing um, my boy my birthday's in july so based on what uh chris said uh <laughs> I, I have you know i and anybody knows me knows that i'm i'm, I'm definitely an artist artist obviously drawing singing writing and all <laughs> <Narcissist>. that <laughs> just no artist uh i'm emotional i'm moody i'm all these things i'm a cancer to the fullest um august but embracing that though i feel like that's where i did find my masculine my masculinity and like you know yeah i'm these things but then i'm still a man like they don't stop me from being a man because i'm emotional uh i want to talk about my feelings um hell the reason why we have this mentorship is because i uh uh one of the reasons is because i i think that we need to have an in uh an environment where we can talk about these types of things right um things that we normally can't talk about men won't talk about in front of each other um or feel comfortable enough to um and it's fun and it's funny sometimes because you ever you ever been around one of your friends when they hurt 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 like really hurt 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 and mm -hmm. it's like uh there's not a lot you say you're there with them but there ain't yeah. a whole bunch of conversation going on there ain't a bunch of whole bunch of hugging they ain't no i mean this is like nigga, we there and then we're gonna try to get fucked up or something to kind of like mm -hmm. get the mood over with but they, you know uh other than death i would say so anyway um i just thought it was a very interesting um 
interesting idea or interesting thought that we should talk about because I, I, I this masculine thing I think it's very uh, uh, it's very good but it's very dangerous as well um, depending on where you're at in your own life um, and how hurt or healed you are I think um, as well so uh, that's all I wanted to say about it guys you got absolutely <laughs> I think I think you're right on the head, man. It was a great, great yeah. question. I think it's uh, very important for us to, as a community, as personally, to identify pseudo masculinity or a lack of masculinity, and just call it out in in the present moment. As long as it ain't dangerous for you, um, uh, just to you know let somebody know that's that's not how it needs to go. Uh, but uh, just a, a free piece of game before we get up out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it seems that uh, cash is not going to be king for much longer. So uh, one of the producers of the show was talking about investing in digital ways of being able to transfer money. That means your PayPal, that means your Square, that means your Venmo. If you can find them on your stock ticker, we just want to make sure that you pay attention to those and possibly, possibly based on your own study or from a, a broker of your own, to invest in those uh, on the stock market in order to set yourself up in the future. This is not a stock tip. This is just responding to the way that we are currently doing business. Uh, I want to thank you all so much for joining us here at the Mentor Podcast each and every Tuesday, 6.30-ish, right here on Facebook Live. I'm your host, Freshmaker, with the one and only Say Something Dre and my main man, D. Scott. It is now time to get on up out of here. Please make sure that you share this podcast or share this cast, uh, like and subscribe and tell your friends about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we out.